you also said big ice, even though it's, it's, it should be like big rock or electric because I'm leaving them out to dry. No, 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 no. You aren't saying bad things about <laughs> ice types because they're giving you money, Kyle. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I am not being paid by ice types. <laughs> Let it go on record. This is this is disclosure. It's disclosure. I mean paid millions by the pun type <laughs> industry. Okay. All right. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. It's time we let Porygons be Porygons. Those were some great tweaks. Just listen to that mega system purr. Big Bird is overrated. It's all about that mega bird. And in the fourth season, Niantic Dolph Decree, Halloween Cup. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to GoCast episode 110. It's September 17th. Yet another oops, scratch that. It's (laughs) Thursday evening. Uh, I'm your host, Chris, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. What's up, Kyle? How's it hanging, dude? It's it's hanging. Yeah, it's, it's hanging. been um, <laughs> it's been a week and two days since we recorded last, but not for a lack of trying. Let me tell you, Kyle and I have been through the ringer trying to navigate recording between uh, me being away for a week and internet outages in my area. Apparently today, oh my god, it's almost too long of a story to tell. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like every time we're like, all right, we're just going to let's do it. Just sit down, do it. The world's like, no, not not this time. Yep. We (laughs) tried, I think, two separate occasions and we entertained a third before I left to go on vacation to record. So it would be done before that. And those just did not work out. So, yikes. Here we are anyway, a little bit late. We're back on track with episode 110. Quick shout out to four brand new patrons since the last time we did record an episode. Thank you to Cody, Interlock, Will, and JV. Thank you very much to all four of you for your support. And we hope that you're enjoying the Discord. Okay, Kyle. And also, I guess we technically do have one, one other thing before we get started here. I always pretend <laughs> that this doesn't exist until it's time to whip it out. But oh no, it's goal time. Let's check in on our goals. Oh no. Now uh, I, I should it. preface. I should preface this. Kyle and I were literally just talking before we hit the record button about how. We haven't played a lot of Pogo in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> so, a little bit. so let's go through this first and then we'll talk. About yeah. It. <laughs> we'll manifest that in reality here with these goals we didn't meet. Are you ready? You want to go first or me? I'll go first. Okay. You wanted to finish Looming in the Shadows. I swear to God, Kyle, if you didn't no. do that one. No, no. no. I, in my defense, okay. though, I am at the fight the leaders spot and I'm just not getting the the ones I've need I've gotten like only Arlo the last like six encounters. You gotta move on to another stop, or you just wait but for I'm balloons. But I'm not to waiting for balloons. Oh, because <laughs> I'm they not change. They I don't change for like you. another three hours, dude. Exactly. Every balloon <laughs> that I see, every time, like I don't open the game every three hours, but every time I open the game, it's an Arlo balloon. Stop. Okay. What I want to know is, what I want to know is, why is it that when they come down in a balloon and it's Arlo and I'm looking for Sierra or something? Why can't I just give Arlo a raid pass and make him go away? <laughs> oh, no. That's what I want. That's what I want. Anyway, Can I, will it use my free raid pass? 
<laughs> no, it's got to be a premium raid pass. Oh, no, it's got to be a remote raid pass. Oh, That's I think it. it might make no. some people upset. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that was the whole point. Absolutely. Uh, additionally, speaking to people being upset, just just me, uh, you wanted to get megas of all three. Absolutely I- not. <laughs> absolutely not not only did i not get them i didn't do a single mega raid oh my gosh i just i'm I'm not gonna lie i can't feel motivated to do the mega raids i can't feel motivated to spend the money to do the raids okay well that's fair enough well i'm sure we'll revisit mega raids uh, over the past like 10 days of us playing as we move through (laughs) the show because i've also got some things to say about that Two hundred thousand stardust uh let me check on that one one moment Okay, it's got to have been, it's almost two weeks, so it's probably a safe bet. No. I got like 130,000, so it's, it's, it's not, I told, look, look, I was honest, this was a, this was like a week and a half of just <laughs> doing the pair, the bare minimum in Pokemon Go, unfortunately. Well, that's, that's too bad. Uh, well, I don't think I'm going to fare much better than you. I also had three goals. One was all five Mega Forms, Mega Evolved, registered to my Pokedex. I did one. And then I forgot. <laughs> and so the rest of them just didn't happen. Also, now I think about it, there was no situation in which it would have felt an appropriate use of Mega Evolution. I didn't really play more than like an hour at a time on vacation. So yikes. Uh, 200,000 Stardust. I did. I definitely did do that part because I've been playing pretty passively. Um, I was in Milwaukee this past week and I did a lot of Milwaukee. <laughs> uh, Zero to five stars. I can feel them coming already. And then I wanted to do 20 mega raids over the past two weeks, and that did not happen. I don't think I did more than maybe two, and I think those were by accident. They weren't on purpose. You know, they were just like, i got time for a raid. Yeah. I'll do one. Oh, look, it's mega. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, zero out of three for you, and and, and one out of three for me. Uh, Okay, we're going to pretend like that didn't happen. Okay, let's just get into the news. And here we are, safe, <laughs> on the other side of the news side effect, safe away from our failures. Okay, Kyle, the yeah. past two weeks have been interesting, um, yeah. news-wise. It's been a mixture of of big, meaningful pieces of news and small things. And a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> right, yeah, and small things that just don't really fill the gap, it, it, it sort of feels like. So this is an interesting spread of information and headlines we've got here. But first and foremost, Porygon Community Day is this weekend on Sunday, uh, September 20th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time. It is that extended window still because we are still in you know a global situation, as it were. Mm-hmm. There will be a special one-time purchase September Community Day box available for 1,280 coins featuring an Elite Fast TM, three incense, six lucky eggs, and 30 ultra balls. And Kyle, what do we suggest? Don't buy this. Don't buy the box. <laughs> Don't buy this, please. <laughs> Chris but will Kyle, buy it. I, I will not. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, dude! I've already got the poker coins ready for it. I'm I'm just gonna do it. Um, I'm a bad example. Just say, do as I say, not as I do. Sort of situation. Yeah. Unless you want to buy that elite fast CM, which is the reason why I keep buying them, just so I can get them. Because I don't PvP enough to get them every season now. So this is my only real way of getting them. And one day you're gonna be like, dang, I really want to make this one pokemon but don't have anything is it worth using my ten dollar elite tm and you're going to stare at it and you're going to be like no no 
<laughs> for the rest of my days. But you know what? I've afforded myself, Kyle, the choice. And that's the that's the value. You're going to have okay? 10 plus of each of them. And you're just going to be like, I can't spend them. <laughs> just really hope I never become like a minimalist because my Pokemon Go inventory is going to be the one part of my life I won't be able to square away. <laughs> Anyway, features include for this upcoming weekend, Porygon will be appearing more frequently in the wild. If you're lucky, you may encounter a shiny one. It's blue with some pinkish purple on it, if I remember correctly. Evolve Porygon 2, the evolved form of Porygon, during the event or up to two hours afterward to get a Porygon Z that knows Tri-Attack. This will also be the first time this attack will be available in Pokemon Go. In Trainer Battles, Tri-Attack has a chance of lowering the opposing Pokemon's attack and defense. Now, some of the DPS numbers have come out, and I saw one chart this morning that showed that it was worse than Raticate with Hyper Fang or Super Fang, whatever it's got going on over there. This is worse. So, at least DPS-wise. So, you never know what the... We'll probably take more look at it after the Community Day to see how it fares. Right. Here's hoping. And, of course, up until the day that it comes out, and, of course, they reserve the right afterwards, too. But the numbers could be skewed without any fanfare. So, you know, it could still be changed. It could be a, you know, a game changer for Porygon Z, but wouldn't hold your breath. Probably not. Right. Um, additionally, take a few snapshots during community day for a surprise. Probably Porygon photo bombs. Three times catch experience for all of you under 40 or those of you at 40 working on your times 12 or whatever. <laughs> Incense activated during the event will last for three hours. Yahoo. And for $1 US or the equivalent pricing tier in your local currency, you'll be able to access the September Community Day exclusive special research story, Decoding Porygon. Work alongside Professor Willow as he learns about Porygon, a Pokemon made entirely out of programming code and its subsequent evolutions. So, Mr. Kyle, are you excited for this whatsoever? Not really. I'm Okay. I'm excited because it's a new shiny. Like, I'm going to play, but it's also a Sunday, so I'm not going to go very hard because I have work later in the day. But it's, you know is what it is I, I was never a big fan of porygon the pokemon yeah it's uh i really liked it because it was so rare in red and blue but whenever i got my hands on it i never used it ever yeah. in any iteration of any of the games so i'm not really qualified to speak on the validity of porygon and its uh, evolutions <laughs> but whatever hey there's that it does use an evolution item to get to porygon z right with an upgrade yes yes yeah, so that's that's something to to bear in mind it's very possible that uh, some tasks from stops might drop them. They'll probably almost. I would. I would probably put money down. I put at least. I would put one dollar down that the one dollar story, <laughs> the special research, will have upgrades in it. I mean, it'll have at, at least one for sure. Yes, if not fifty of them. Yeah. Well, okay. Maybe maybe like three. I would not be surprised to see three. Somewhere between one and fifty. Safe bet. Yes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, speaking of safe bets, let's move our uh, focus to the next topic here. We will talk about Porygon Community Day at the end of the episode when we set our goals, but uh, that's to bed for now. The next thing is changes to Mega Evolution. This was big news last week, and we had planned on talking about it last week, uh, but we didn't record. So here we are. The cost to Mega Evolve, a previously Mega Evolved Pokemon, has been reduced. In the case of Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoise, it's moved from 50 to 40 energy and Beedrill from 25 down to 20. That's nice. That means, you know, re-evolving them after they've been evolved the first time will be cheaper and more cost-effective. 
the amounts of mega energy gained from winning the mega raid has been increased. Now, we all know this is gated based on speed, but here are the time, for lack of a better phrase, time slots. If you beat the raid in 30 seconds or less, it's now gone from 55 bonus energy, or I think just energy in the first place, to 90, almost which doubled, crazy. which is nuts. Yes. 115 to 31 seconds from 50 to 80, from two and a half minutes to one minute and 16 seconds from 45 to 70. From 345 to 231, it's going from 40 to 60. And at the slowest tier, from 346 all the way until five minutes spent in the raid, 25 to 50. That is actually just a strict doubling of uh, of the energy that you're getting. Additional changes coming that were mentioned by Niantic, the ability to earn mega energy by walking with your buddy, and other avenues to earn mega energy outside of raids through research tasks and, quote, other gameplay, end quote. I've heard some rumors that the earn ener mega energy quests are either dropping more frequently or dropping with more energy rewarded as of maybe a couple of days ago. Or was it today? Something like that. They can they can also be your free task for the day, your free field research. So, oh, no, no kidding. Really? Yeah, I got three of them right now. Oh, wow. Look at you. That actually sounds like it's worth doing then. Yeah, why not? I mean, I've got them. I've done them. They've just completed them day by day. It's five beadrill energy. So I'm not like yeah excited about it <laughs> oh how dare you no I, I understand i completely understand no but it's still cool that it, it is in the pool for the daily field research that you get um this is also probably a good spot to mention we're going to talk about pidgeot later on in the show but we did meet that threshold that we needed to do for that first week and pidgeot's coming out tomorrow the 18th oh boy more about that in a little bit here. Um, but these are good changes overall to the mega system, even though you and I are not necessarily enthralled with the system in and of itself. Right. I'm not I don't think it's bad, but I, I'm not like excited to engage with it all the same. I think this is still a good change. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. These are all positive changes. Yes. No, no question. You can't argue against that. The only thing I will say is the reduced cost for previously evolved Pokemon. Cool that it's lower. They would have made a lot of people really happy if it keeps getting lower as you evolve. If you, yeah. if you could mega evolve a Pokemon five times and it will stay mega evolve eligible forever, people would be thrilled. It yeah, would I think almost, so too. It would almost forgive like all the amnesty people have over the current system right now, I feel. Or, Kyle, hear me out. Something to marry your system with what they already have in place. What about, unless it's best friend status, it costs that amount. But once it's best friend status, if it's been mega evolved in the past, that particular Pokemon, it doesn't need energy to mega evolve again. I wonder if those systems inform the other like that, but who knows? <laughs> Anything that players can put in more effort or money in this case, I guess sometimes to receive a permanent benefit is a positive because putting in money and effort to receive a temporary benefit just leaves a sour taste. 100%. I agree 100% with that, but Hey, we'll see. So we, we have what we have right now though. And it's, it's good. It's just, yeah, we keep, we are going to keep hoping for better because that's just how we are. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, this system seems to benefit more people. I could see this the change doubling and still being an appropriate feeling change, mm -hmm. you know. So, uh, yeah, but the, the thing is, though, even at the slowest, 
that you get from the five minutes to 346, you get 50 energy, which is enough for, even at its most expensive, another re-evolve, right? So that's pretty cool. And if you do it in the second time zone, 115 to 31 seconds, you get 80, which is two re-evolutions at the new tier for Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoise, obviously, not for Beedrill because it's not in rates. Yeah. But... I mean, that feels better to me. It's better than Mega Evolve at once and then raid three times and do it again. Like that, that didn't feel good, but this feels way, way better. But again, I'm sure we'll see more changes in the future, especially as they add more Megas to the mix and they have to quickly uh, address this whole, well, we can't keep them all in raids. What are we going to do about our non-generalized energy system? Yeah. (laughs) So I imagine that's what the conversation is going to pivot to next in terms of changes, but who knows? We'll see what comes down the pipeline. Second remote pass bundle. This is actually old news. We have new new news. They had this past week, I think currently as of right now, today too, they had a three remote raid pass bundle. You should have seen it in the shop this past week since the 10th, I believe. Yes. And then they also announced on the 14th, which is just a few days ago, that there would be yet another one coming up for this next week. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And then lastly... Jesse and James are on their way out. Trainers were getting word that Jesse and James are leaving Pokemon Go on Wednesday, September 30th, and that they seem to be gearing up for one last wave of mischief before they go. Tuesday, September 22nd at 12 a.m. to Wednesday, September 30th at 11.59 p.m., Jesse and James in the Meowth Balloon will be appearing more frequently in Pokemon Go. So uh, so there's that. I'm having one last hurrah before, I guess... They're gone for a bit, so sad. that's sad, but yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, like, you know, you and I, Kyle, we talk about not being super thrilled about Rocket content all the time, but I was very happy to see Jesse and James in this game. Yeah, but also on the opposite point, it's fun to see Jesse and James's characters. It's extra fun to see two Rocket Grunts back to back that are all weak to the same counters. <laughs> So you can just get two rocket grunts and that's cool. I kind of would like to see that kind of bonus happen. Sometimes your rocket balloon has two grunts in it, you know, figure out another story to work into the universe. Right. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool if it was like a pseudo double battle or whatever. And an NPC showed up to help you and then they lost and you had to fight the other guy again Mm -hmm. or something like that. But yeah, so, so flex, flex those narrative muscles. But anyway, Jesse and James are on the way out, but not before they get to, I guess, literally hang around uh, longer <laughs> this past week and do some more stuff or this last week and do some more stuff. should be kind of fun. But anyway, that's pretty much it for news. We weren't kidding when we said the past two weeks had some good stuff and a whole lot of nothing otherwise. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty much it. So I hope you're uh, I hope you're geared up now for gear up. Were you tired of talking about Megas? Cause no. No? Okay, good. What about Pidgeot? Bring yeah. it on! <laughs> good, because we're going to talk about Mega Pidgeot for the next, like, 25 or 30 minutes. No. Uh, I didn't mean it. <laughs> I took it back. <laughs> no, but this week, got uh, an old-fashioned raid guide. It's been a long time, and someone out there always needs the help with it, and it's, it's a good thing to keep in mind as they sometimes fall to the wayside as we talk about more in-depth stuff but we got a, a new pokemon coming out in the raids Ooh. mega pidgeot by the time this is out i'm sure mega pidgeot will be out normal flying type its moveset is air slash or steel wing for fast moves 
and Hurricane, Aerial Ace, or Brave Bird for charge moves. Don't don't get confused. All of these are really bad. <laughs> Bra- Brave Bird, Brave Bird's okay, but it's it's not Sky Attack. <laughs> it's not Sky Attack. Yeah, if I remember correctly, it's like a it's a Hyper Beam clone, which is not actually good, but it's better than the other two. <laughs> Brave Bird. Yeah, isn't it? It's, it's a hundred energy. Just hard hitting one, isn't it? In in Pogo, I believe that's the case. But in the main series games, it was a recoil move. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But anyways, onto the counters because it's flying type. It's weak to rock, electric, and ice. First up, you got rock counters. Rhyperior with Smackdown and Rock Wrecker. It's a community day move, but Rhyperior is just really bulky. It's still got good DPS. Doesn't quite compare to the DPS of second on this list, which we can talk about now is Rampardos. Easily the highest DPS on the entire list, but it's also very glassy. Move set of Smackdown and Rock Slide. It's good, but you're, you're going to get KO'd regularly. <laughs> Lastly, for Rock Counters, how could you not mention Tyranitar, Smackdown, Stone Edge? He's still oh, good. I thought maybe it'd be Bite Crunch this time. <laughs> Darn it. Look, there are too many incredibly powerful ghost and dark types for Bite Crunch to Tyranitar to compete anymore. I still use my Bite Crunch I, Tyranitars. I mean, I do too because I have one like that's just that's oh, max level or whatever, and it's just mm-hmm. nice to have. But yeah, it, Smackdown Stone Edge. <laughs> yep. Yeah. For electric type counters, got Zekrom. With Charge Beam and Wild Charge. Yeah, flex some Zekrons. Yeah. For a little more affordable option, Electivire with Thundershock and Wild Charge. And Magnazone with Spark and Wild Charge. Both of them are fine. Zekrom is obviously better, but in case you didn't grind enough to get six maxed out Zekrom, because... I know I didn't. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Yeah, I don't know who did, but uh, kudos to no, you. No, Here you go. Did. I'm sure. Yeah, they're going to get their Mega Pidgeots for sure. <laughs> no, like, I got one. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, Ice-type counters. The only ones worth mentioning are Mammal Swine, Powder Snow, Avalanche, and Galarian Darmanitan with Ice Fang and Avalanche. They're fine, but the Rock and the Electric-type counters are just better in this situation. One thing to note after having gone through these, this does not include any shadow Pokemon at all because it's just so prohibitive that it's it's not worth telling two people because you have to have TM'd away frustration. You got to find it. It's so expensive to power up. It's just easier to keep the lists cleaner without shadow Pokemon. Yeah. I am sure that some shadow Pokemon adjust this list at least somewhat. But I just listed a bunch of Pokemon there. What are the best options? So the best option is going to be Zekrom, the very top. Zekrom resists the Steel Wing as well as the Air Slash for Pidgeot's fast moves, which is huge. Next up is Rhyperior for his extra bulk, and then followed by Rampardos, much higher DPS, but again, very glassy. And lastly, Electivire. This does not mean the Ice Counters are bad. It's just Rock and Electric are better in this situation. I think that's what that means, though. Is that comparatively they're bad, right? I mean, no, they're not bad. Just comparatively, they are worse. Why? Do you get money from big ice types? Is that what well, you can't speak poorly about ice types? Let's no. see how it is. It's fine but. to just poop all over bug types, but the minute ice types come up, no, no, no. 
<laughs> you also said big ice, even though it should be like big rock or electric because I'm leaving them out to dry. No, 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 no. You aren't saying bad things about <laughs> ice types because they're giving you money, Kyle. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I am not being paid by ice types. Gotta go on record. This is this is <laughs> disclosure. This disclosure. All right. I'm being paid millions by the bug type <laughs> industry. Okay. All right. But one more note just for the, the whole raid is Steel Wing is deadly because it's super effective against rock and ice types. So oh. that makes electric counters just better overall. But if it doesn't have steel wing, you know, you're fine. Bring bring any of these types that you want. Heck, you could bring a Luxray in. I don't know. Probably do just fine. <laughs> really? Interesting. Yeah. I've got a couple of those. I, I need an excuse to use. Yeah, no. Luxray is actually a passable electric type if you have it powered oh. up for whatever reason. I've got two hundos I need to power up then. Dang. Uh, no, don't do that. No? Don't okay. Do that. Don't, don't spend well. the Stardust. You, got, you, have, you have bugs to max out. Okay. Well, after the bug max challenge, maybe I'll have... A Luxray maxing challenge. <laughs> you just do a hundo maxing challenge. All your hundos. I don't know. Uh, that would be like 45 hundos? Yeah, 45 like that? hundos. Okay. So yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I haven't heard enough about Mega Pidgeot. Oh, oh, that's okay. That's, that's a signal. Okay. Thanks for all the information about Mega Pidgeot, Kyle. <laughs> Hey, you said you weren't you were ready to talk more about Megas. Let's do it. That's a good idea. All right, no, but seriously, it's Pokalore time, and you know that Pokalore is the most serious section that we have. You thought it was gear up? No, no, no. We had a lot of jokes in there. This is a joke-free zone. This week we're gonna talk about Pidgey, the tiny bird Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> and Pidgeotto and Pidgeot, the bird Pokemon. They the just graduated Pokemon. from tiny bird to regular bird. Love it. Anyway, starting with Pidgey. Pidgey has an extremely sharp sense of direction and homing instincts. It can travel straight back to its nest regardless of how far away they might have flown. It is a docile Pokemon and generally prefers to flee from its enemies rather than fight them. By flapping its wings rapidly, it can whip up dust clouds and create whirlwinds to protect itself and flush out potential prey. Gust and Feather Dance are its former signature moves. Pidgey is very common throughout its range and can often be seen in meadows and temperate forests. Ekans and Sneasel are natural predators of Pidgey, and Pidgey preys on C-Dot. Wait, C-Dot's big in comparison yeah. to Pidgey. C-Dot's pretty big, yeah. C-Dot's at, like... At will feed a, a, a flock of four. C-Dot's gotta be like flock. twice the size of a Pidgey, right? I'm not crazy. No, 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 you're right. And they have hats on. I mean, imagine, <laughs> right? Hats. You gotta wait for them to take their hats off and then wipe away the sweat off their brow with the hands <laughs> that they don't have. And the Pidgey's coming like, man, and get them. And they hit him with Gust. Can you imagine having Gust as a signature move? How bad do you feel nowadays? Horrid. Yeah. Suicune knows Gust. Come on. All right. What? Yeah, he does. Yeah. It do- Sorry, it does. It is genderless, I believe. Uh, yes. So anyway, Pid- Pidgeotto, the-, the secrets and surprises don't end there, Kyle. Pidgeotto is a powerful flyer capable of carrying prey several miles to its nest. It has amazing vision, which helps it locate preferred prey Pokemon such as Execute and Magikarp. That's right, and all of you Magikarp lovers out there, you heard you heard that right. The anime has also depicted it preying on Caterpie. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I hate Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto claims a sprawling territory of more than 60 miles or 100 kilometers, which it defends fiercely. 
Its nest is usually in the center of its territory and it circles its territory throughout the day, looking out for food and intruders. It is most often found in temperate forests. Gust and Feather Dance are its former signature moves as well. I'm kind of hoping that follows through all the way to Pidgeot. Why wouldn't it, right? <laughs> and lastly is Pidgeot. There's a little bit of a mega edition here as well, but we just haven't done this family line before, so it gets wrapped up in the whole in the whole first go through. Pidgeot's powerful wings are capable of stirring up windstorms in just a few flaps, and it may spread its wings to intimidate enemies. This Pokemon is capable of flying faster than the speed of sound. Its plumage is often described as beautiful, making it a popular choice for skilled trainers. What, do you have an issue with it breaking the sound barrier, Kyle? Yeah. It's It's also got an IQ of (laughs) 9,000. It's like they don't know how fast the sound barrier is. Uh uh-uh. uh, well, Pidgeot's faster, whatever it is. Get out of here. Take your chalkboard out of here. I don't want to see no numbers, no figures. Pidgeot's faster than sound. Gust and Feather Dance are its former signature moves. There it is. Pidgeot typically dwells in temperate forests with thick growth and large trees. It is known to prey on Magikarp, which it can spot from great heights. What are they going to do when Magikarp jumps up to that great height, though? Huh? <laughs> Ever think of that? I don't think so. Actually, I think that happens in Magikarp Jump. I don't want to. Oh my spoil God. anything for anybody else that might have to I, I don't want i don't want to save anybody any tears it freaked me out the first time pidgeot grows noticeably when it mega evolves developing a larger body and longer broader wings its wingtips and tail feathers are tipped with blue and its cream coloring is now white its eyes turn red and its pupils turn white mega pidgeot has an even more elaborate crest on its head with a streamer like red plume extending from a mane of yellow feathers A red feather projects from the front of its crown, and there is a single red highlight on the left side. The crest is sensitive to air currents acting like a large antenna and stabilizing Mega Pidgeot's flight. Additionally, its increased wing power allows it to fly for two weeks without rest. Too bad Megaform only lasts for four hours. (laughs) (laughs) My joke. Were you about to say that? I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway anyway whoo boy wow okay even Spicy. a week and a half apart kyle i still think we spent too much time together <laughs> okay uh stats wise max cp of 2129 if in and mega evolves mega cp of 3680 Woo! pretty good it's pretty good Woo! it becomes usable middling stats of 166 attack 154 defense and 195 stamina Mega stats do work for Pidgeot, though, with a whopping 280 attack and respectable defensive stamina of 175 and 195. The attack is where the magic is. 166 to 280? They handed this dude a longsword. Come on. (laughs) It's pretty crazy. That's nuts. Best move set, like Kyle was saying before, it's uh, Air Slash and, you know, Hurricane or whatever else you want to use. But if you have the legacy move Wing Attack, you should probably be using that because it's better. Yeah, it's better than Air Slash. Mega Mega Pidgeot's really hamstrung by its moveset. Unfortunately, those base stats are great for PvE purposes, but Hurricane is just not good. Yeah. Brave Bird. Brave Bird is good for DPS, but again, it's 100 energy, so it's more difficult to use. True. Hurricane is bad unless you were Butterfree, but we wasted that opportunity. So... (laughs) Hmm. Okay. Anyway, that's the Pidgey family, the the tiny bird, and then two regular bird Pokemon family tree. Yeah. Uh, I hope you learned something. 
Let's move along to the PvP section, which is actually just some clever disguise for more news that's PvP related. Ooh, pulled a fast one on you. Season four details. This was news last week. It's still news this week. Darn it. <laughs> it still is because we haven't covered it and we're only like a few days into this first what season. Yes. Yeah. The league league rather. So season four details. When are the leagues? The great league will run from Monday, September 14th, which was this past Monday at 1 p.m. to Monday, September 28th at 1 p.m. PDT. So you still got a significant amount of time. The Ultra League and its Premier Cup will run from Monday, September 28th at 1 p.m. to Monday, October 12th at 1 p.m. PDT. This Premier Cup will have a 2,500 CP limit. Well, it's Ultra League. I hope so. The Master League and its Premier Cup will run from Monday, October 12th at 1 p.m. to Monday, October 26th at 1 p.m. PDT. This Premier Cup will have no CP limit, as is Master League's custom. The all-new Halloween Cup, which is exciting. (laughs) because topping the charts are some bug types bro and not just any bug types caesar baby yeah Yeah. the all-new halloween couple run from monday october 26th at 1 p.m to tuesday november 3rd at 1 p.m pdt in this format only poison ghost bug dark and fairy type will be allowed in addition you can earn reward encounters with bulbasaur charmander and squirtle all wearing halloween costumes the Halloween Cup will have a 1500 CP limit so that we don't lose our bugs, I'm assuming. <laughs> Probably a safe bet. Yeah, maybe. But also if they made it like Master League, people would be real upset because it's much more difficult to get into. <laughs> yeah, there's also like no, I mean, Ghost, Bug, Dark, and Fairy. Two of those typings have strong showings of that CP. And yeah. it's neither of our favorite typings, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's not true. Ghost does. Well, what, what, besides Gengar? Giratina? Giratina? Yeah, le- okay, get legendaries <laughs> out of here. Get, just get them out of here. <laughs> You're show only upset because there's only one legendary bug. Show him the door. Yeah, Genesect is Genesect is also, he's good up there. He's fine. Yeah, he's okay. But Why like, is it the same as Giratina? What are you talking about? They're like the same CP. Don't, yeah, don't give me that. But like strength-wise, Giratina ah, is is uh, Okay, well, let's not good. split any hairs here, okay? All right, fine. Just back it up. Anyways. Back it up. All three leagues in the Premier Cup no CP limit will be available from Tuesday, November 3rd at 1 p.m. to Monday, November 9th at 1 p.m. PST. Season 5 will begin Monday, November 9th at 1 p.m. PST. They did this last time. Remember we were praising them? We're like, that's... Some optimistic planning. They yeah. picked out the day for it. And you know what we did? We forgot that they even said it in the first place for the other one. So, but yeah, November 9th on that Monday is when season five will begin. No other details in season five. But there are some additional changes to season four other than just the scheduling, obviously, and Halloween Cup. Changes to rank progression. The end of season rewards will be similar to those in season three. Stardust from rank one to rank three. Stardust TMs and a raid pass from rank four to rank 10. And if you reach rank 10, you'll earn a brand new avatar pose. If you finish season four at rank seven or higher, you receive an elite fast TM rather than an elite charge TM. Switching it back. New and updated moves. This is exciting. This is very good in anticipation of Halloween Cup. I love it. New move. Lunge, baby! This bug-type charge move will lower the opposing Pokemon's attack. Initially, when this attack becomes available, only Masquerade and Galvantula will be able to learn it. So only Galvantula. (laughs) Got it. Only Galvantula and the other person. Updates to moves in trainer battles. Bug Buzz, this bug-type charge attack, now has a chance of lowering the opposing Pokemon's defense. Flame Charge, 
This fire type charge attack now deals less damage and will raise the user's attack. Awesome. In Signal Beam, this bug type charged move now has a chance of lowering the opponent Pokemon's attack and defense. And lastly, a new move on an existing Pokemon. Vespaquin can now learn Signal Beam. Woo! Air horn sounds. Everybody's excited about that. I don't know who is, but somebody is. I always thought of Signal Beam as just that move that shows up when there's an error in the game. You know what I'm talking about? If you have a bugged like Pokemon details, its moves will just show as Signal Beam. That's it? No, I don't know Yeah, about that. yeah. So I always think about that whenever I see this move. I'm like, that's not a real move. That's just a placeholder. That's a real move. I don't know. I didn't use bug Pokemon, so I, I couldn't tell you about it. Well, that's you're going to have to use a Galvantula with Lunge now. Apparently, it's quite good from the buzz <laughs> on the Internet. Uh, anyway, go battle night. This is the last thing here on Thursday, September 24th from 6 p.m. to 1159 p.m. local time. You can experience the all new Flying Cup during the limited time go battle night event. Features include the Flying Cup will be available. In this format, only flying type Pokemon will be allowed, and the CP limit is 1,500. You'll be able to complete 20 sets of Go Battle League battles, up from the regular five sets for a total of up to 100 battles. Oi! You'll receive twice the Stardust for winning battles, completing sets of battles, and ranking up in the Go Battle League. That's good. And uh, Evolve Pidgeotto, the evolved form of Pidgey, during the event to get a Pidgeot that knows Gust. No, uh, no telling, I, th- I think, of what the numbers are for Gust yet, so we might have to revisit our best movesets for Pidgeot and Mega Pidgeot in the future, but uh, maybe, maybe. Um, uh, I mean, it's a, a possibility that maybe we won't. Not at all. Kyle, are you excited for this season? I mean, it's the same amount of excitement I would assume for the previous seasons from you, but the Halloween Cup is the only difference here. I mean, I'm interested to to play the Halloween Cup. That seems like fun. I don't understand the, the Go Battle Night. I get the idea, but expecting people to like just commit time to go play just straight pvp i don't know how many people out here do all of their pvp sets but i did it one time two days in a row and i'm like absolutely never again yeah so well this isn't your thing you know there are people that only play this game to pvp for like a hundred battles in six hours yeah that's a lot yeah that's too much man that's that's too much a lot Maybe we should stream this. We should just stream ourselves to crime, just God. grinding these out. Obviously, you're not expected to do 100. It's just giving people the option to do 100. But double Stardust, that's pretty great. Yeah, but uh, Kyle, Community Day is 11 to 5. They don't expect you to play 11 to 5, but guess what we do? Yeah, well, we don't make the smartest decisions. And I I have so much faith in our PvP brethren and, and s- <laughs> sistren. So, uh, our PvP counterparts, that they, too, will make the worst decisions they possibly can, just like we do for the things that we're interested in. I'm kind of looking forward to Halloween Cup, and that's pretty much it. The new moves are always interesting. I think you and I always highlight when there's new moves or adjustments that this is a good thing, uh, even if they're not really that big of an impact. It, it is a good thing for this game to have changes like that. That being said, I think it's time for the Poke Poll. All right. Last week's, well, two weeks ago's question was how are you currently utilizing mega evolution has it made a big impact in your ability to perform in raids and win trainer battles with friends first one's from benny he said i'm not except for the dex entry i'm lucky as i usually have enough people to do any given raid since my whole family plays 
so the extra damage isn't worth the effort for me. I would rather do tier 5 raids as they give more rare candy slash better rewards. True. It's kind of how I'm feeling yeah. in regards to that. You know, that I've got all the energy I need for the evolutions, even though I haven't done them yet. The motivation to do them is not there because yeah. of that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Next one's from Cameron. And they said, I haven't even evolved my Beedrill yet. I'm waiting till more updates roll out so I can make the most of my mega energy. I don't do enough raids to make it worth doing right now. Also, when are you going to be using your Beedrill? Come on. Let's be honest here. Um, yeah, you can't, you can't gonna bust out that mega b drill and what what <laughs> when dark rye is back in raids come on you're yeah. telling me that that's gonna be better than i i don't even know machamp for for instance yes mega b drill probably yes. but like maybe we'll have uh uh mega machamp mega machamp <laughs> is there a mega machamp i know there's a gigantic i don't i don't i don't think there's i don't think there's a mega machamp no it's just gigantic hmm. max but okay okay Next one's from Mitch, and he said, so far, I've only Mega Evolved to do Mega Raids. Now that I think of it, Mega Evolution is perfect for those three-hour raid days that we used to have. I miss that. This is true. When we get a chance to return to those times, if they do those three-hour raid days semi-frequently, Megas will have a consistent use. But until then. (laughs) I would agree. Next is Carlo, and they said... I'm also waiting on the dedicated raid days and December community day to get Blast Burn on my Hundo Charmander. Still debating if I'm going to keep Dragon Breath on it as a Charizard X Mega or go for Fire Spin as Charizard Y. I'm hoping I get another Hundo so I can get a dedicated Charizard X as well. It's well, tough- the nice thing is that you could do Fire Spin, Blast Burn, Dragon Claw on the same one and use it for both. But then you won't have you won't have dragon breath. I. Oh uh, yeah. Gotta gotta think about the dominance of dragon breath. That's true. I, I keep just counting it out because last time we did an episode and I was like, but imagine the dragon type Charizard moveset, and you're like, but it's, it's trash. Not, yeah, and it's so I killed those. I took those thoughts out to the middle of my brain in the square and just executed them. <laughs> They're gone. Last up, we have modders. And they said, I've evolved all the possible Mega Evolutions thus far. Originally, it was to complete the decks, but now I evolved them to help the community do raids. Not everyone is level 40 with maxed out mons. Share and share alike. That's, that's fair. That's, you know, that's, that's a great use if it, helps, if it helps bring out people to do raids and let people complete raids that wouldn't otherwise. It's a positive. Definitely. This week's PokePole, what Mega Evolution are you looking forward to the most and why? This might be an easy one for the two of us, Kyle, because I feel like we've talked about this before to an extent. I mean, it's not very fair because our favorite Pokemon have Mega Evolutions, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to Mega Caesar, though. No, why not? Because yeah, I, I think it looks cool, but I think there are there are other Mega Evolutions that look cooler than Mega Caesar does. Caesar is still up there in my top favorite Pokemon for sure. But Mega Caesar, not one of my favorite Megas. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, look, yeah. if I if I can't say I can't say Mega Gengar, you can't say Mega Gengar. Then I'm gonna say, and this is gonna be a weird one. Shiny Mega Gengar. <laughs> no, but that that's the one I'm actually looking forward to. But yeah, yeah. Mega Bennett. Oh, is it the zippers? Yes, yeah, the zippers. <laughs> 
What? No, no. It's it's just it's another ghost type that gets a mega, and it's just it's so weird. Like, why did Mega Bennett get a mega evolution? I don't know, but let's see what it does. Okay, that's true, but that is not the the mega evolution that I question the most. The most, but why mega evolution is definitely odd. No. Yes. 100%. Why on earth? That is that is the why. <laughs> I don't understand, but. Uh, my answer is Mega Heracross, by the way. Uh, I'm very, very thrilled for the way that it looks. It's got a sweet, sweet design to it. It almost Big looks like arms. an armor set. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's real, real cool. If you don't know what it looks like, do yourself a favor and go look it up. It's dope. Very, very cool. It's cool with a Mega Pinsir. But the reason I'm looking forward to it the most is, yes, and that's true. Mega Pinsir is also really cool, though, too, because he gets wings and he flies around and stuff like that. But Mega Heracross is really neat because it has that bug fighting combination. And that I think that Mega Heracross will actually have more practical use than like a Mega Pinsir would, which yeah. is just monotype bug. So that'll be kind of interesting. Unfortunately, that's that's a regional. So, you know that's going to be one of those uh, tough ones for them yeah. to do. The Kangaskhan as well. Raids. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, what's your theory for that? What do you think they're going to do for regionals that have Mega Evolution? The the Kangaskhan one is the tough one. I could see them just eliminating the regional nature of Heracross. But, that's possible. But that's possible. They may just make Mega Kangaskhan only available there. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think that they will eventually go to a generic energy system. They don't have to, but I think it would be in their best interest. And if they do do that, then I think it's very likely that for these regional Pokemon, if they want to maintain the regionality of them, that they would have like research days, like special one day events. That's like a raid day or something where, you know, Mega Kangaskhan is in raids from, you know, 11 to 2 globally or something like that. And same thing for Heracross and other sorts of Pokemon so that you can catch them right from these raids and get the energy but this way you'll you'll have the regional pokemon and some and some energy after the fact in order to get them we'll have to see because we were all debating about this when mime junior was an issue and then they're just like yeah nah, mime junior is just regional exclusive too Sorry. that's true but the babies aren't meta relevant no but that won't stop them tropius tropius is incredibly relevant for pvp it was only one. relevant in PvP in particular cups. Yeah, but it's still that, that self put together. No, it's it's pretty all right in Great League. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it was king in those in those particularly groomed self cups. I just, it, but it's still like a meta, air quotes there. Yes. Pokemon. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, but it's not a baby. It is not. That's why it's my example of a meta Pokemon that's that's regional. We'll see. Uh, I bet whatever we dream up, that's not the way it's going to go. So <laughs> as is the way as this is the way this is the way. <laughs> All right. That's pretty much it for for Pokepole. If you, dear listener, have an answer to the question, what mega evolution are you looking forward to the most? And why you can answer when you post it on social, such as Facebook and slash or Twitter. Or if you're a patron in our Patreon exclusive Discord, post the question there every week as well. You can also send us a voicemail to 262-586-7717. Or if you don't feel like doing any of those, I mean, no pressure. But you could always just send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And speaking of emails. Emails. It's email time. Oh, boy. 
It is. Yeah. This first one is from Hayden. Hey, Chris and Kyle. Thank you both so much for keeping me updated on all things Pokemon Go every week. I wanted to send this email to express how ecstatic I am that Lotad are spawning more frequently in the wild. My goal before they are all gone is to catch three of them with good stats and evolve them all into Ludicolo. I intend to use an army of Ludicolo whenever I do PvP <laughs> trainer battles with my friends. <laughs> Pokemon Coliseum fans will know where I'm going with this. In the game, there is a character by the name of Mirror B, an antagonist in the game that uses several Ludicolo on his team. The best part about battling Mirror B is watching his Ludicolo dance around while funky Latin music plays all throughout the battle. My dream is to become the Mirror B of Pokemon Go. I already have one Ludicolo with high CP and a 15-15-13 stats spread. Ooh, that's a good start. Wish me luck and keep up with the great work, guys. Yes. I love it. Let the wacky goals flow. <laughs> yes. So yes. yes, that is fantastic. I mean, Ludicolo is a perfect Pokemon, so oh, it's more so power to you. Weird. Such <laughs> weird Pokemon. But thank you for the email, Hayden, and, and best of luck on your Ludicolo Armada. Next one's from Tristan, and they said, Hi, Kyle and Chris. Chris and Kyle. How about the idea that Mega Rays give some split energy, half for that Pokemon specific and half rare Mega Energy, which works like rare candy and works on all Mega eligible Pokemon. That way you still get the feel you raid for that Pokemon specific, but you can also keep Mega Evolving Pokemon that have left the Mega Raid pool. Curious to hear what you guys think about it. Stay safe, Tristan. I think that is a great option that Niantic has if they didn't want to go just pure Mega Energy which something tells me they probably don't want to, but they will need a solution like this once, you know, more than five mega evolutions are out in the game. I kind of hope they don't. Yeah? Yeah, I kind of hope we have 20 mega Pokemon just in raids at all points. Oh, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> no, of course not. No, no, no. But I want to talk about it on the show because that's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, I'll talk about it. I'm blue that in the face. so funny. <laughs> but I like Tristan's idea. I think splitting it in half and half. So if I got like 60 from a raid, 30 Charizard energy and 30 just mega energy in general mm-hmm. would be kind of cool. Or if they said, hey, you, you would have normally gotten a total of 60. Here's 55 Charizard energy and five regular energy for you to then put towards anything else like you've learned a little bit from that specific encounter and you've benefited mainly for that pokemon no not like a half and half split i'm saying yeah i mean um any way of doing it i think there's there are good options here and i, I definitely agree with the, the thought process yeah 100 but thank you for the email tristan really appreciate it this next one is from jackson howdy folks my answer to the poke poll is no use because i don't have good pokemon that's for the Mega evolution question. I'm sorry, Jackson. I, I feel the same way. Um, if it's any consolation, Kyle and I do have good Pokemon for this and we still don't use it. <laughs> yep. All right. Question times. I have taken years to think of uh, it inside the cave of Yeet. I didn't eat for months. Brace yourselves mentally and physically. Why do I never get any shinies by Jackson? All right, Kyle. Why doesn't Jackson get any shinies? Well, it sounds like he might be cursed. <laughs> that, that seems like a likely no you're option. supposed to give him the cut and dry mathematical answer don't make me do it no. this is your job no. to steal joy but i had the funny answer okay <laughs> no, you're right no you're right but i'm, I'm gonna need you to, to be real with me because i'm gonna explain this wrong why is he not getting any shinies i, I mean it's gonna it's gonna be 
the law of averages. Hopefully I'm using that right. The more Pokemon you encounter, the the more shinies you can get. You got, I'm sure you, you see a lot of people getting a lot of shinies and you feel bad that it's not you. And then you remember that that person who got three shinies this week also caught 7,000 Pokemon. Yep. So don't feel bad comparing yourself to other people when that is their circumstance, I think. Right. And that's also just the thing. If you're seeing like your friends are posting shinies on social media or something like that, that's just what you have to keep in the back of your mind and social media in general. People are only going to post the best parts of the things they want other people to see. Yep. And so you don't see, you know, in the back of an achievement, all of their hard work or all their failures, or if they're really happy all the time, they feel sad just as everybody else does every once in a while. Like in this case, though, it's just because these people are like Kyle said, 7,000 Pokemon in a week. He's not underestimating that. We know people that do that in a couple of days yeah. on the average, you know, like it's nutty. And like it's, it, it might be a cheesy or maybe like too serious an answer for it, but never judge your insides by other people's outsides is, is an easy way to describe what Chris was just saying about social media. The insides in this case being your Pokemon inventory. Yes. And the outsides <laughs> being all the shinies that people are sharing on social media. Yes, absolutely. But anyway, thank you for the email, Jackson. Next email is from Theo. They said, hi, Chris and Kyle. <laughs> you did it. You did it to yourself. I did it to myself. I want the record to stand that Theo wrote <laughs> Kyle and Chris. And my brain is so trained at responding to every That's right. email. <laughs> I just I just rang a little bell and you're like, Chris and Kyle. <laughs> Anyways. As you guys maybe noticed, I'm writing for my own email now. Yes, if you remember, Theo had somebody else send an email for him in the past. So his own brand new email address. Look at that. I just want to tell you guys a funny story. I played Pokemon back in the day when literally everybody played. And then I stopped. And now I started playing three months ago. And the first ever Pokemon I clicked on those three months ago was a Chansey. And it was shiny. And I didn't know what a shiny was at the time. So I tried to catch it. No berry at all with a normal Pokeball. And I caught it. That was far too much of a roller coaster. And I could read ahead faster than I was talking. <laughs> it's bad IVs and low CP, but I'm so happy I have it. Keep yeah, up the good work. <laughs> Listening to your show is very fun and educating. From Pokemon lover Theo. That's a story. I, I felt emotions. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. I'm like, no, I don't want to know what's going no. Oh, my God. You got it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a very, very jealous, Theo. I've been on the hunt for a, a shiny Chansey for a while. So one day you had when you didn't even know it was shiny, dude. Oh, man. Oh, that's great. That's really great. I feel I feel happy for you. Just believe me when I say that. Well, anyway, thank you for that email, Theo. And again, congratulations on your shiny Chansey. Uh, I wonder how many other shinies you might have that you don't realize are shinies. <laughs> You should go go type in shiny in your search field and, and maybe you'll get a pleasant surprise. That'd be pretty cool. Anyway, this next email is from Kevin Red Bull. Hey, Kyle and Chris. It's Kevin Red Bull here. How are you guys? Doing okay? Yep. Sweet. All right. So my girlfriend, New Little Tuna, managed to squeeze in just under the wire and achieve the 523 rare candies of summer. Ooh. Sorry, I'm a little late. I'm also worn out from the intense event roller coaster that was summer 2020. Ooh, tell us about it. Ooh, boy. My friend group, myself coordinating has started setting weekly goals of our own roughly a month ago. 
With five people, we've had one week. We swept all of the goals. Even better, I have yet to miss one. All right. Thank you for helping me stay invested in the game. Kevin Red Bull and New Little Tuna. Just dedication to your goals. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I'd like to say... uh, well, you know what? Sometimes you just don't you just don't hit the mark, you know, and that's OK. It's good. to It's good to just, you know, enjoy the process. It's uh, we're growing here together. But <laughs> jokes aside, I'm in Han for for missing uh, goals. Yeah. But anyway, that aside and jokes aside, congratulations, Kevin. I'm really excited that you and your friends are setting goals and and killing it. But the 523 rare candies of summer, that's been an ongoing project. We're, we're very proud of you. That's awesome. Congratulations where, where to you, you invest it all? and New Little did, Tuna. Did you spend it all? Ooh. I think I think if I remember correctly, there was an email in the past where it got stored in something. I don't remember. Maybe mm, I'm, I think okay. I'm inventing that. But Kevin, you need to write us back and let us know where that rare candy went because we're very, uh, we're curious. Let's just leave it at that. But anyway, thank you for the email. Last email is from Mitch. He said, hi, Chris, and emails, Kyle. (laughs) Yeah, college. (laughs) How are you guys? Good? Mega? Yep. Yep. (laughs) So I got a job as a COVID ambassador at school. What I do basically is walk around campus and give people masks if they need one. An unintended perk, though, for me is that I get to walk around campus for a number of hours each day playing Pokemon Go, baby. (laughs) This yes. week, I did a ton of mega raids and caught two shiny Lotad. Sigh. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, if you didn't have any before. That's two. That's, yeah, we, we know. But he's <laughs> bemoaning the fact he didn't catch his third. At least that's what I'm reading from this. Oh, no, that's I not what I'm you, reading. I feel you, Mitch. I feel you. Okay. I did get a shiny Tangela earlier today also. Nice. It made me reminisce about GoFest, even though it was like two months ago. <laughs> Very happy. Look, this this is two months in 2020 time. It's like three years, so. <laughs> Go Fest 2020 is already nostalgic for us. It's not even officially fall yet. <laughs> I know, right? Very happy with the change Niantic has made to Mega Raids thus far. I think this is not the final form of the system, though. Looking forward, goals. Woo! Old goals. No shiny pit of. Oh, bummer. One million Stardust obtained right the second before I max a Blastoise. Rayquaza best buddy still going. And oh man, did I do more than five Mega Raids? More like 15. Hey, that's that's, that's, look at that. Crushing your goals mostly. That's okay about the shiny pit of. No one's one's hurting. New goals. Shiny Pidgeot. If they make it available with Mega Pidgeot. Well, if it's anything like the starters, it'll be a possibility to get it from the raids. Which yes, probably. Be, that's that's good. In which case, there's a you, you want to want a quick uh, hack with this. Hmm. If you catch a shiny Pidgey, and then you evolve it to a Pidgeotto, and then if you evolve it into a Pidgeot, it'll be a shiny Pidgeot. Did you know that? Um. Yeah, but I'm struggling with one with one part there though. Oh, okay. All right. I, I need. I I don't have a shiny Pidgey. <laughs> I can't help you there. I can't help you there at all. I'm sorry. No hack will get you there, man. Uh, <laughs> anyways, another goal. A bug shiny I don't have yet. Ladyba, Venonat, or Burmy. That's a, that's a list. I, I hope I hope you've succeeded. 1,200 rocket battles at 1,060 right now. Oh, boy. Wow. 
Oh, and best buddy Rick Waza still on that that goals. Oh my gosh. Shiny vibes all. Mitch cooks gravy. Those are some good goals. And it's also some good progress. Yeah, I think uh the, the best buddy Rayquaza is going is quite the investment. Uh and I was blown away by that initially, but then this twelve hundred rocket battles <laughs> starting at ten sixty. Um I uh, I came down with some sort of illness reading that. That's because you've you've been there. Yeah, I'm just not the biggest fan Rooney of grinding those out. I've been trying to do it at least a little bit. You might have noticed I stopped setting that goal for myself because the amounts that I was able to pull off in a week, not very impressive. <laughs> not very impressive <laughs> at all. Uh, so that's been kind of put on the back burner, but I have nothing but respect for, man, if Mitch, if you pulled that off, holy cow, that's a lot. So that's all I'm going to say. Meanwhile, I still have a Dialga as my buddy, and I am not getting any hearts with it basically ever. Oh, boy. Well, I just, you keep yeah. forgetting. I just, it's. It's so dull to have it's it's menial work that I'm not interested in, despite the fact that I want the reward at the end. Okay, that's that's kind of the thing for me. And I'm okay. Like, I'm okay with not having the reward. I just want it. I'm going to start sending you texts throughout the day. It's not going to happen. I'm going to be like, Like, uh, "Mm, no, I didn't do it. uh, Feed three berries to your dog. (laughs) Take a picture of your dog. Play with your dog. <laughs> okay. I will Take your dog on a two kilometer walk three times. <laughs> no, absolutely not. If if my phone manages to capture it while I'm at work, maybe. Okay. All right. Perfect. Anyway, thank you for the email there, Mitch. Really appreciate it. If you, dear listener, would like to send in an email or some sort of other communication, as these fine folks did, you can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also send us an uh you can also leave us a voicemail at 262-586-7717. Uh, that'll be in the show notes if you forget what that number is. The website is gocastpodcast.com. We've also got all the content information on there. Uh, follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. Like us on Facebook, the Gocast Podcast. If you'd like to help support the show monetarily, you can do so via Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash gocastpodcast. Where as little as $1 a month, which is the minimum level, uh, you get access to our patron-exclusive Discord. And we do remote raids, PvP tournaments, stuff like that. It's a cool place full of cool, cool people and getting cooler by the day. (laughs) 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 No, for like for real, while I was on vacation, I told myself to kind of like give myself some space away from Pogo, away from work, away from pretty much anything that requires my attention. Um, and I kept finding myself coming back to the discord to like catch up when everybody else was saying, even though I wasn't really interacting, I just, I don't know everybody's like very friendly, very kind. Like I want to hang out with these people, even when I don't want to hang out with people, <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh-huh. anyway, uh, that information's all there, but if monetary support isn't in the cards for you right now, you can of course leave us a review on, you know, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, wherever you might be listening to us, please do leave a review it's super quick for you and means the world to us um, and the algorithms that dictate whether or not our show is worth anything. Let's just say that. Cool. And then uh, last thing here, before we set some goals for ourselves and wrap up the show, shout out to our elite trainer tier patrons, uh, Cyprian, Tommy, Bo, Daniel, Zach Walker, Spinteris, Andrew, Chad, John, and Rob. Thank you to all of you. Really appreciate you and your continued support. Thank you so much. 
Again, more information about that at patreon.com forward slash GoCast podcast. Okay, Kyle, you and I, this is the end of the show. We've yep. made it. We yep. did another one. We did. Can you believe it? Yes. We, we did 107 before. 109 before. We did 109. I was like, what? Where did we? Uh, I don't remember where we were. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, so you and I are going to set some goals. Mm-hmm. And we're going to actually try to attain them this time and not take vacations or let the universe tell us that we shouldn't be doing anything. <laughs> yes. What do you think? All right. So I'm hoping that these Jesse and James things are like definitely boosted for this goal because like I don't do many rocket stops, <laughs> okay. but I want to get to 200 rocket members and I'm at 159. Okay. I'm putting you down for 200 grunts. 200 total. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I got I'm you. Not going to be Mitch. <laughs> okay, okay. And what else? Getting two hundred thousand Stardust. I'm not making a goal to beat the Looming in the Shadows this week because I will make the goal after I have found my last leader. <laughs> but see, here's the thing: is that yeah. you're going to probably run into those leaders more often than you think during this week, looking for the Jesse and James balloons. I, I hope so. I hope you so. definitely will. You definitely will. But okay, so I got 200 grunts, 200,000 stardust. If not looming in the shadows, then what? I want to do some. Do I want to do some mega Pidgeot raids? No. Uh, you do. Are the legendaries rotating out this, right? Chriselli is leaving this week and we're getting somebody else next week. Yes, we are. I don't remember who it is. Oh, yeah. Chriselli is gone tomorrow and then we get Articuno. Oh. <laughs> so it's Articuno. It's, it's, Articuno. it's Articuno. Who do I want to do more, Articuno or Mega <laughs> If the answer isn't obvious to you, then I don't know what we've been doing for the past two years. Three, two and a half, two and some change. Um, Mega Pidgeot, dude, come on, it's a new content. But Gotta I don't get up there, shiny, smack the bird I don't around. Have a shiny Articuno. Okay, well, not many people have a shiny Articuno. I know. To be fair. <laughs> okay, well, you got a, uh, I don't know, balance between. Do you want Mega yeah, Pidgeot? I want to do both. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do some raids. For both Mega Pidgeot and Articuno, maybe some Cresselia, because by the time we record next, since we don't have as much time between our recordings, let's, let's throw some Cresselia in there because I'm missing some some of that. Okay, it's got to be tomorrow before like noon then or whatever. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I was, I was like, I got okay. I got you down for some Mega Pidgeot and Articuno. Yeah. And then uh, and, I'll, and Cresselia. Maybe Cresselia. Okay. And, and Carrot, maybe... <laughs> Cresselia. Okay. I got you all set. That's all you want to do, right? Yes. That last goal is hilarious. Some Mega Pidgeot and some Articuno and maybe some Cresselia. Love it. Love it. <laughs> hey, yeah, all right. I'm, I'm indecisive this week. What can I say? I uh, I understand. I got you. I got you. All right. So my goals are going to be Max and Armaldo. I am currently at 1.3 million Stardust. After the max, uh, I've got an Armaldo that's really close here. Actually, I'll just do it right now just to see how much it's going to cost me 72K. That's it. Oh, wow. it's very close to max. Wow. So I'm going to use this opportunity to try to break 1.5 mil. Show up with that next week. Ooh. And I think I'm going to do enough Mega Pidgeot raids so that I get, say, 400 Mega Energy total. Ooh, what? Which is easier now with the changes. That's now fair. that you think if about you do it. In the, the quick time, it's, that's only five raids. Yes, absolutely. All right, cool. So that's that's it. That's it for us. All right, awesome. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. This was on the shorter side. We're getting back into the swing of things. And again, like Kyle and I were saying, not too much news to discuss this week other than the one or two important 
pieces. So there you have it. We're back to our normal streaming schedule starting next Monday. We're doing part two of the finale for season one. We're drawing up Altarant again and making it look all nice. That's on the 21st. That's Monday. And then uh, on Thursday, we have another stream. It's be Kyle and I continuing on with Crystal Version. Last episode, we had the most efficient and productive recording we've had in yes. a very long time. Yes, we did. Yes. Uh, we. I'm not going to spoil it. It was a lot of things. <laughs> we did so much. Both of these streams happen at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time or CDT, CDT right now. Whatever. 7.30 p.m. Central Time uh, on our Twitch channel. And you can find that information in our show notes as well as on the website. But that's pretty much it. We'll see you all next week for another episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.